back with another edition of Causeway Street's podcast. My name is Joe Sway, joined by my co-host Joel, and believe it or not, Sean Dutra has <laughs> blessed up? us with his presence. Oh I'm my back. goodness, are you serious? Dude, happy yeah. New Year, happy Dutra. New What's year, going bro? on, man? How is everything? What's up? Wait, 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 wait. Before you tell me about your New Year, because I hope you, I hope you're having a great 2015, by the way. But before you tell me that. Tell me about your New Year's Eve because I want to hear the best New Year's Eve party or celebration or whatever whatever you did that night. I want to hear it right now. What did you do? Uh, New Year's Eve. Well, um, all right, put me on the spot. Let's see. <laughs> I got really drunk in Boston. It was great. Went to the okay. Continental Hotel. All right, uh, all right. My girlfriend lost her keys, so we were sort of stranded in Boston. Ooh. It was great. Right. But uh, well, That's how New Year's Eve usually works, right? Yeah. It's, Pretty it's, much. It's never, never the way you plan it to be. Safe, sound, good New Year's. Right. I'm happy. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, how's your 2015 going so far, man? Good. I'm glad you were able to, you know, come in here and, and grace us with your presence. I didn't even know we were going to talk about me today. Would have something written down, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think he's, I think he came in here because you heard about this big blizzard that's coming. So he's like, oh man, I got to make an appearance. Right. Yeah, right. So right. Like, in the month gotta, of January, before you know. I got to go back in my bunker. <laughs> they're talking about like what, like like five feet of snow coming yeah, this way yeah, in yeah. The, Tuesday. the Boston area. Right. Yeah. Right. Tuesday night. That, that's what's going to be going on in Boston. But uh, meanwhile, while that's happening here. At home, uh, the Celtics have been on a roll out west. They won two in a row. They beat the Blazers by one point, thanks to Evan Turner, who hit a huge three. Clutch. I'm, I'm sure Stevens planned that play to go down like that. You know, yeah. Uh, Sandra missed it, fought for the fought for the offensive rebound, kicked it out to Turner. Turner makes a three. You know, he only made ten points that game, but made it when it counted. Beat the Blazers. A win's a win, regardless if they have Lamarcus Aldridge or not. Because what, what was even more impressive after that was on the second night of a back to back. The Seas did it again, a one-point victory against the Denver Nuggets, 100-99. Avery Bradley hits two huge three-pointers, which I love to see from Avery because I think he could be, you know, or should be right now the best scorer that we have, and uh, he's, he's proven it, you know? So here we are, Celtics, two-game winning streak, two games out of the playoffs, yes. and in the midst of, a, of the toughest road trip of the season, and they're 2-1. Well, I mean, you have Minnesota coming up. Utah coming up. Yep. Um, well, Golden State's gonna be a big, yeah, gonna go, be a big challenge. I think. Right. I think tonight's just gravy, right? We go in tonight to so Golden State at Golden State tonight. Whatever happens in this game, it's whatever. I mean, Golden State's the best team in the league. We are probably. But you, you gotta believe that their confidence is at an all time high, though. I mean, they're playing well. I mean, and I think you know yeah, even, even in the Clippers game though, they you know when they fell down exactly. in the big that big twenty three point hole, mm-hmm. they. They, they they came together and they, they did the best they could, you know, in terms of shooting their way back in. Um, their three-point shooting has been really good. And it's a trap game for Golden State, too. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's you're a right. huge trap game. Yeah. You know, they just come off the Clay Thompson, you know, all... What, what, I don't 30, know, 37 points all in, in, in 12 performance. minutes. Yeah, yeah, that was out of, out of control. Best performance of the season, right. But, yeah, now you got Celtics team, uh, you know, not in the playoff picture in the East, uh, you know, on the border... You know, Eastern team coming on the road in the middle of the road trip. They're looking at this game saying, easy win. Hey, you know, yeah. I mean, it's a, this is a, if the Celtics were in this position, slop the roles, we'd be talking about trap game. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure Brad Stevens is like, hey, you know, this is a, don't overlook this team because. If there was, if there was one, if there was one game that you could beat the Warriors, it would probably be this one, right? Yeah. They're, they're feeling good about themselves. Yeah, exactly. You know they're they're gonna come in maybe not taking the Celtics as seriously, but I mean I'm still I still think the Warriors are gonna probably win tonight, but mm-hmm. I I don't think they're gonna kill the Celtics. Right, I think it'll be a competitive match. 
So we'll talk also about the uh, the Seas' chance of making the playoffs. We'll also talk about if they if they're better off making the playoffs or sticking towards a lottery. Uh, we also have our own Will Burke will be joining us very shortly, within a couple minutes or so. And um, we'll also talk about you know now that it's midseason, which players if if uh, Ainge is still you know has has his, uh, his his eyes onto on the trading market, which players can we expect to see? traded within the next couple weeks. Will Burke, our newest writer at Causeway Street. Um, you can check out his work. You can also check out more that he has to come and you can hear some of his opinions. Uh, what's up, Will? How's it going? Hey, how's it going, guys? So, Will, um, now the Celtics are, you know, what, two games out of the playoff picture. Um, you have teams like Brooklyn, who's continuing to lose. They've lost 9 of 11 of their last 11 games. You have a team like uh, the, the Detroit Pistons, who have also, you know, they've been winning games ever since they traded uh, Josh... Josh Smith to lose after winning all these games. Now they lost Jennings. Where do you see the Celtics now in the, in the whole Eastern Conference playoff picture? In uh, in, in right before February, near, near the uh, the All Star break. What do you think, Will? I mean, I think these uh, the last two games are big wins. I uh, really didn't expect too much going into the uh, West Coast road trip, but uh, I think they're sitting you know decently well. I'm not expecting them to make the playoffs per se, but I think they'll definitely stick around and uh, make a good run at it. Yeah, that's, that's one thing I'm thinking. I'm thinking that the Celtics can all can put some wins together. I think that you know the, the schedule def- definitely lightens up after the road trip. But I yeah. think by you know mid March or so, we, we can see the Celtics also lose a handful of games and probably fall out of the playoff picture. But with that being said, how far down do they go in the Eastern Conference? How far down do you think the Celtics fall in terms of the lottery standings? Do you think they're a top five lottery team, top eight? Where where, where do you see the Celtics? I wouldn't say they're going to fall all the way down to top five. I mean, they're nowhere near, you know, the Knicks or the Sixers or, or the Timberwolves even. Um, I would say probably, you know, probably right around where they, where they are right now. Uh, probably around top ten-ish in the lottery. And then it's all, you know, kind of a crapshoot from there, whether, you know, you, you can get lucky like the Cavs last year or wherever you may fall. But I think they'll probably stay around right where they are in the standings. Hey, well, this, uh, this is Joel. How's it going? Just wanted to uh, ask you a, a, a follow-up question. In terms of what Ainge has done with trades, do you see him making any additional trades, big key free agent pickups in the offseason, or do they just stick to the draft in the offseason? What do you think? Uh, well, as far as trades this year, I can definitely see uh, Marcus Thornton or Brandon Bass going, but I don't think those are going to be you know, major moves, bringing in any first-rounders or major pieces. Uh, as far as offseason goes, I was listening to the pod uh, last week. You guys were talking about some free agency that could see brought in. I wouldn't mind seeing Wesley Matthews being targeted. I'm not sure if we'd exactly be favors to sign him or if he'd be realistic. I'm not sure what he's thinking. But I just really like how he is a player defensively. He can shoot. I think he really fits in the Brad Stevenson system. But I think they're going to be patient. I think they're going to uh, go through the drafts, you know, bring along these young players, Marcus you know, Marcus Smart develops and go from there. In terms of the draft, do you think Ainge, you know, will decide to trade any of the assets that he has stockpiled or he sticks with what he has and decides to just go all out and, and build rebuild through the draft? What are your feelings on that? I mean we we have so many picks I think he's down to trade some of them, you know. I yeah, hope he trades. He better not be using every single draft pick that he has because yeah, he has way too many. We don't need the, the whole, everybody drafted in the 20, from 20 to 25. I mean, right. you know, what's yeah. basically what we have. I, I, I'm definitely hoping that they, they try to swing some of these for a deal. I, I was just talking to Sway and, and Joel off the air, too. I mean, 
there's there's a lot of bad players on good teams. I mean, uh, excuse me, good teams on uh, good players on bad teams. They right, right. <laughs> right. we can we have plenty of draft picks. Why the, why are we just saying oh we can't sign a free agent? Just go get them. Like I mean, you know, I don't know if anybody has interest in Carmelo. If anybody has interest in you know anybody on the Kings, if the Kings want to give up any of their talent, you know, I mean, you can put a package of like three. First round picks out there, and whoever you know, and get somebody back. Maybe, maybe a cousins if that's going south in port in um, Sacramento. in Sacramento. I mean, let's. There's options out there. He better. I I'm hoping Ainge takes advantage of this and doesn't just pick, you know. Yeah, the yeah. I think he's player. always looking for those type of deals. You can see, you know, back in those seven when he made that, he was obviously trying to get Kevin Love last offseason. I think he's always done fine on acquiring superstars. And- Assets, yeah. yeah, wouldn't that be a, a, a draft day type of trade, Will? Do you think that's a possibility? Like, I, like we saw in the past, obviously, 07 what happened with, with Ray Allen or, or you know, other other teams that weren't necessarily the Celtics. You know, usually teams make, make that decision if they really like somebody in the draft and they see that, you know, let's say, hypothetically, we have, I don't know, eighth or whatever, seventh pick, and there's someone in particular that a team wants and they're willing to, you know, someone's willing to package that draft pick to go out and get a player like that. you think that's a possibility? Become, you know, you can't predict it now. Come clear when you get closer to draft day what, what players are available. After the lottery, um, too. Yeah, if, if, you know, if Danny O'Reilly likes, I mean, uh, Joe Little, before the number one pick, maybe he wants to move up in the draft to get, like, you know, a top, top three that in the draft. You know, you never know. I think uh, those are all on the table. Yeah, I mean, if you look at even, like, a situation that happened this year, like, you know, the Pacers could get the number one overall pick. I mean, you know, who knows if they want to deal it for, you know, because they're going to get Paul George back. You know, you look at what the Pistons did back when their heyday, and they sort of, you know, lucked into a top five pick. They took the pick. Instead of trading that, they could have been, they could have traded that for an asset and really, instead of wasting it on Darko, Mm -hmm. you know, really got a good player that could have put them over the top maybe to get more than one championship. I mean, the Pistons, uh, the Pacers are probably looking at that like, okay, we get a lottery pick. If that falls high, they could be looking to trade out. We got assets, you know. They could take, you know, you know, it's all, it's all hypothetical. But that's a, that's a good team in the lottery that could be looking to trade out. So I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of options that, uh, like, like Will said, we got to wait. We got to see what happens. But hey, um, you know, the, the good thing is, is that there seems to be. The way Ainge has played this, played his hand so far is, he's got a ton of assets. He doesn't feel like he has to move them. He's going to be wild to move them, but um, you know, at least, at least it's there. At least we're not sort of sitting here like the Knicks or like the friggin' uh, Nets. Yeah. You know, sitting there like shit. We're gonna suck. Right. And we got no assets. Yeah, no assets. You know? No salary cap. Because yeah, we, the... we got all the picks. You know. Right. Right. We have all the picks and. This is the first time in Ainge's ten, tenure that he's had this much salary cap to, to, to play with, you know, to, uh, to to work with coming up this summer. Uh, Will, before we get you, before we get you out of here, Will, uh, let me ask you this though: If the Celtics do somehow make the playoffs, are you gonna be disappointed? Because I'm sure there's gonna be some people in Celtics Nation that are not gonna be happy to see the Celtics go into the playoffs and, and be knocked out and and be out of the the lottery yeah. picture altogether. Would, would you be disappointed if that happens? I wouldn't be disappointed. I understand why people would want Yankees to get a better pick, but I think. Uh... I think it's important to develop these young players and have them get a taste of, you know, playoff experience and have them win together. I think that's more important than, you know, playing, playing your luck in the lottery. So I, I would be, I'd be excited to get in the playoffs. You know, more basketball boards. 
Hell yeah. Okay, so you get to see four playoff games, see the Garden Rocking again in the playoffs, right. that's going be great. Right, and I agree with that. You know, I'm sure people are going to get pissed off, but I, anyway, I understand, but it's like, why do you want your team to lose? You know, come on, let's, let's just, if they but make we, it, then let's cheer them on. We went through that last year. We went right. through that last year. Like, we as went, fans, yeah. we went through that last year, and I think, you know, when you when you draft a player like Marcus Smart and you see the, the, the deals that have been made. Give him made, some experience. Let him get in there. Let, yeah. him, let him give him a taste of playoff basketball. Not, not, not only the experience, but you see how this team is really gelling right now, and they're really playing like they have nothing to lose. And you know mm-hmm. what? You mm-hmm. can only, I mean... You got Sullinger, you got Olenek, you got Smart, you got Young. You got Zeller. You got you got first round draft picks. You've drafted in the first round. There's a good core. There's a good core group of guys that moving forward you can build something with, especially in the weak Eastern Mm -hmm. Conference. Mm -hmm. So, Will, uh, one last question: You think so? Everything that they're doing so far, are you uh, satisfied with? Do you do you think that they should you know lose more games or just like they just should just play? In your opinion. Plus the Hawks, I think the Hawks are weak as a one seed. They're a good team, but uh-huh. hey, if there's a potential one seed in the past few years that could be upset. Really? Could be the Hawks? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, playoffs. Against us, though? Or are you I saying in general? I don't, in general? <laughs> in general, and okay. I would feel, okay, in general, let's, right, let's, right. let's put it this way. Cavs and LeBron are sitting there at the number one seed. We're sitting there at the eighth seed. We're sitting there like a shit, you know? Right. Uh, Kyle Korver sitting there at the number one seed. We're like... We got a puncher's chance in this, at least, you know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but are the other Hawks more um, like pretenders in terms of like coming out of the East than the Pacers were last year? I think I think the Pacers were much more beatable last no. year than the Hawks are this year. No, Pacers were legit last year. You I think? think? Yeah. No. Like the way they, they fell were, into the playoffs, they this, fell into the first time, time last year. Yes, but that rough month that they had in the month of March. Hey, last year, no, no, let's wait for that month to happen to the Hawks, though, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. There are eleven two against the West. If there's one team that can sure. match up with the West, it's yeah. the Hawks right now. Sure. <laughs> it can't mess up. I'm just saying. I don't know. All right. All right. Well, before before we let you go, one last question: Who you got in the Super Bowl, and what's your score? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, he wasn't expecting that one. Like, I only watch hey. basketball, guys. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. Right. What's your score? I'll have to say 27-21, Patriots. Woo! Woo! Nice. I like that. I'm ready with the game-winning drive. Nice, 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 nice. Well, um, where, where, where can we find you on Twitter? Where, can we, where the, the followers can come and uh, see your articles and all, and all the good stuff that you post? Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, there you have it, folks. That's uh, Will Burke, uh, one of our newest writers on CausewayStreetBlog.com. And I appreciate it, Will, for, your, for the time to you know, come on here and, you know, and bless us with your knowledge and, and, and good stuff so far. <laughs> We've been blessed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joel. Later, Will. Thanks, Will. Thank you. Thank you for me on. All right, take care, man. Yeah, man. If they make the playoffs, then shit, let's give them more experience, man. Yeah, look exactly. at Evan Turner. Evan Turner made a, a game winner, you know? like look And look, you know what? You, I was, and, and let's be honest, he's probably going to get more clutch shots or more opportunities to make clutch shots down the road do for you, the rest of the season. Do right? you? you got, I mean, it's easily forgotten. Remember Evan Turner as a 76er coming yeah. in against the Big Bad Celtics? Oh, he, the playoffs. He gave us hell. 2012. He gave us hell as an 18, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's all I'm saying. Like, we got that type of team that, you know, there's not really any... Superstar, there's none, right? Right, right? But hey, there's young players, young pieces, and you know what? You gotta, you gotta look at the the Pacers. I think are sort of 
you can bury them. Mm-hmm. I think they're done, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The Hornets should be better. That's what I, I, I would say they should be better. I thought the Pistons were going to be our biggest trouble, but if Brandon Jennings is down, you know, yeah, he's been playing like like rookie Brandon Jennings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. since Smith has been gone. So I don't know, man. Yeah, been you know, I don't think I think Brooklyn. But it's not, like it's like no, it's funny that you say that he's been playing like rookie Brandon Jennings, but smarter. Because yeah. Stan Van Gundy benched him early on in the season, yeah. and Brandon Jennings was like, "Crap, this dude's for real. Like, I can't just come in here and just stick around. Right. I yeah. gotta like, right. I gotta like be a part of this team." He thought because he was way. on the Pistons, he's gonna play regardless. Exactly. Like, Stan Van exactly. Gundy came in and checked him. Right. Especially the way the last few years has been with the Pistons, where you sign with the Pistons and you kind of just do your own thing. But who would have yeah. thought that all it took was getting rid of Josh Smith and then turn around? Like, that's all it took. No, Everybody you know knew why? that. But, but, but the reason Stan Van Gundy came was to was to help him yeah. and, and motivate him, and then but you just know, let him go, and then boom. What is it seven in a row they won? No, they won. Yeah, they won. I think they went to double digits with their wins and and since, since since Smith has been gone. Wow. But um, it's funny that you bring that up. Two things with that, I think it lit a fire under everyone else's ass. Like, oh, anybody's dispensable here. Anyone can be traded. Doesn't matter how much. Exactly, exactly. Because yeah. exactly. they didn't trade him. They let him go. They waived mm-hmm. him. They, they they were like, you know what? We're gonna take the hit and pay him the rest of his contract. And he can go play somewhere else. I can right. just imagine. You know what I mean? I think that hurts more than I think that hurts more than being traded. No, yeah, because you, you come Passing. in the office, you're like, here, Josh, there you go. There's a, there's a check for twenty five million dollars. See ya. You know what I mean? He's, he's like, damn, like, <laughs> like whoa, like I got twenty five million dollars, but I mean, you don't want me, like, yeah. That's gotta be awkward. This is one of the worst. Teams I'm waiting. To uh, yeah, I'm waiting for other teams. I'm gonna yeah. be sitting at home waiting for other teams to resign right, me right, now. Right, exactly. And and it's a, it's a, and every and every team that was looking to potentially sign him, it's a it's a risk now. He's yeah. got that risk, you know, in quotations under under and when they when they were bringing him in, right. Houston Houston. I mean, he's been okay with Houston, but I think he would have been better in another in another squad, like maybe like the Mavericks. But maybe, yeah, I but think. I think. Yeah, but Houston made sure they're going to get him before the Mavericks even talked to him because yeah, that was this is right after the Rondo trade. Yeah. So they were like, no, 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 you guys are not getting Rondo and Josh Smith. We're going to go in and get Josh Smith, and and then that's what they did because they knew the relationship that Rondo had with Josh yeah. Smith and that that would help, you know, probably bring him in. Yeah. Yeah. But the second the second thing I was going to bring up about about um the Pistons right now is. I think that core of uh, uh, Andrew Drummond, uh, Monroe. Well, I mean, I know Jennings is down now, but those three guys, their 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 future looks bright. And I think Josh Smith inter- uh, interrupted that interrupted that a little bit last year because yeah. all the focus was like, oh, he's the best player now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know and, what I mean? And you look at it, like, and, and like Monroe doesn't come off the bench anymore; he starts. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the, the I mean you're basically we're signing Josh Smith to be a small forward, mm-hmm. which is when he is at his worst. Yeah. Everybody, you know, you're mm-hmm. giving he's a power him, forward kind of. You know, he's a power forward. He can he block be, shots. Yes. He can rebound. Yes, he can a, shoot threes. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I think you know, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised. Monroe's an unrestricted free agent. They didn't resign him. They didn't give him that rookie extension. No, that's so true. Yeah. He may be gone. Uh, yeah. that's a, on the Celtics topic, that's another guy I wouldn't mind seeing here. Yeah. Because look at he's on my wish list. Yeah. You look at the post. We've been talking about him like, yeah. what the last three episodes. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I'd be on your wish list. I mean, but, but, um, but with, with, I think with with Houston, uh, I think what's keeping them from being like true contenders is their 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 health. You got Dwight Howard in and out of the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. He's very fragile these yeah, days. Him. You know, plus he's got some other off court issues that you know have been affecting him. <laughs> I remember when uh, originally he was out the first time? There was a, a report of him like. Uh, you know, beating his child. Like, oh, that's like, right. Like child yeah, abuse yeah, yeah. or whatever. That's what you're talking about. For a second, I'm like, yeah, yeah. For, for a second, I'm like, yeah. you mean KG? No, 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 no. 
No, when he was, uh, yeah, that report oh, came out, and then all of a sudden, yeah, and then all of a sudden he was like, oh, he's on the shelf. For like he went away days. for a little bit, and then he yeah. came yeah. back, right, right? And then, and then, you know, and this is right after um, AP, yeah, Peterson, yeah, yeah, Jeez. and then you got uh, Harden, who's probably the league's MVP right now. But how far can he take this team just by himself? Beverly's yeah. been in and out of the lineup as well. Mm-hmm. They Smith lost. Smith has been up and down. They lose Parsons. Parsons was huge, man. Yeah, I mean, Trevor Reza has been playing well. He's been playing, been playing well. well, but but in the West is a, it's a big man's league out there. Well, Houston's going to be the first game that the Celtics, uh, the first opponents of this play when they come back home after the road trip. Which will be an interesting after Utah, Minnesota, and then right before the All Star break, it's it's Houston and then Miami and then the Knicks. So uh, all at home. All at home. Nice. I like it, and I'm. This is sort of. Denver, Philly, Milwaukee. Yeah, the schedule gets much easier. Much easier. After right. the All Star break, they can they get much easier, and they come home. So I mean, uh, one thing that I'm looking at too is I'm gonna be you gotta be peeking in on the Heat too, mm-hmm. because they have enough talent that they shouldn't be even close to missing the playoffs. But I mean, you get Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade who have played a ton of basketball over the past four years. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at LeBron. LeBron was out for a while. Obviously, LeBron's younger than both of them. I, I believe he's younger than both of them. Uh, but they may... I mean, Dwayne Wade could be out. And if Dwayne Wade's out for a long time, I mean, he can get injured any day. Right. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, and Chris Bosh has been the same way. Yeah. He, they're injury-prone yeah. players now. Yeah. So well, Dave's been, both Dave's been a huge out, disappointment. You know, and Danny's been awful. Yeah, yeah he's, well, been, I, he's been horrible. Well, I think the, the, the shadow of him coming in and replacing LeBron James is like... You know that's too much. I but think. in there, they're under five hundred. Well, I think it just shows how much of a coach, you know, Spolstra is in terms of a good coach. What do you think? What do you think about Milwaukee too? Do you think that they're a cemented playoff team? Well, they're a five hundred team, and that can be enough to make the playoffs. Exactly, but in I the mean, West, I mean, in the East, I'm right? Say. But I mean, you also have to look at it too. I mean, I'm looking at their roster and saying, I mean, they lost their best player, and they still haven't really missed a beat. Right. Yeah, but you can't you can't just look at the roster and you can't judge them off of that. Yeah, they're a good team. They're a good team. Right. They're a good they're, team. In the East? In the East, remember. In the East, right? In the East, they're a good team. The Celtics are not a good team in any other league but the East. Yeah, right? but I'm saying, but in the East. Let me, emphasize, let me emphasize good. You can be not a you great can, team. You can be below 500 and make the playoffs. I, think I, guess, I'm, I guess I'm going to do this. I'm comparing it, playoff team, comparing it to the Celtics, right? You look at the two teams and you say, okay, what is the major difference between these two teams? Oh, see, that, that's funny because at the beginning of the season, I, I saw a lot of the... I think you just fucking stumped me on that one. I saw, a lot, of, no, no, I saw a lot of us in them, but this is before Jeff Green was gone, before Ronda was no, gone. I saw, no, I saw that the Celtics were a better team than Milwaukee before before those trade, the players got traded, right? Mm-hmm. Now that they've been traded, I think they're more of an even team, but the difference is you have a coach with credentials because right. he used to be a player yeah. coaching young players. Remember, why did it not work so well in last Brooklyn, year yeah. in Brooklyn? Because you had, veterans. you just, not only that, but you just retired. Yeah. And now you're coaching Kevin Garnett, yeah. He's Paul like, Pierce. Than, yeah. And he didn't know how to use those guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you, and, and I'm not saying that they didn't respect him. Yeah. I mean, I think that was, at the time, the best choice to coach someone like Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, you know, Deron Williams, et cetera, et cetera. But this year, it's like everyone, everyone's just... Paying attention to what he's saying. Yeah, because right. he's got... Everyone's he's got, like, all right, this dude's got... Because there's no pressure. Yeah, he's, there's, a, he's there's NBA, much more pressure in Brooklyn. He was an NBA Brooklyn. champion. Yeah, this is exactly. There's no pressure. There was a, he's an NBA champion. Way over the salary cap. You know, he took Brooklyn pretty... In terms of... I mean, I know they, they were, it was like championship aspirations last year for Brooklyn, right. but... That, like, that's what I mean by pressure. Yeah. They were over yeah. the salary cap. They were all yeah. about, you know... Let's meet Miami and see if we can make it to the finals. That was yeah. the goal. There was yeah. no, there's no goal like that for Milwaukee. Exactly. There was no. It was like, 
see what happens. Sure. And then you got OJ Mayo that's all of a sudden he's he's a, he's relevant again. Yeah. You have uh, jo- uh Bayless. Bayless who played with the Celtics last year, he's he was he was a pretty he was a pretty see, good addition last year and he's and he's and he's a good mm-hmm. role player. See, there's no stars in this team. It's a team full of role players similar to the Celtics. But they, I don't know, the, their the, chemistry the, is just better than you got the Greek, you got the Greek chemistry, chemistry, you got the Greek great. Greek, and it's like, I don't know how to pronounce his OJ last name. OJ has been stepping it up lately. You know, right. He's been, he's been solid for them, but within the last couple of weeks, oh. he's really turned it up enough. I challenge you how to, how to pronounce this, this, the Greek freak's last name. Giannis Antetokounmpo, I believe. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's Isn't not bad. Uh, I think so. I think so. Now, here's what I'm saying. Celtics playoff picture, though, right? Let's, let's focus this back. So, so hold on, hold on. But you said you you agreed about the you think the chemistry is better for Milwaukee, yes, than than Boston. I think right so now then, it is. Right so now is that a, is that an overrated or underrated thing in, in the, the East? I think it's everything. It's everything. okay. You just said that Atlanta is not like a big powerful one seed. Yeah, that's the best thing they got going for them right now. Is the chemistry right? The chemistry is right. insane. They're like they're kind of similar to Detroit back in like their in their heyday. Yeah, no, and yeah, I and, if, and the Spurs last year if kind they of they can keep it. I mean, you know, but I'm still saying like I would rather play Atlanta than Chicago, um, uh, Washington, Washington or Cleveland or Toronto. Toronto, right? Toronto. You know what? Yeah. And this is what I mean. There's five teams that are guaranteed to play a spot in the East. Five teams, right? Then you look every other team in the in the East except the Knicks and the 76ers, and I'm gonna put Brooklyn in there because I think Brooklyn's done. Put a nail in them. I think they're done. I think that they're done. But, it's safe to say they're done. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I'm, yeah, they're done. I don't know. We've been saying that for the last couple of podcasts, but they're mm, still right there. Though. Anybody they're, from? They're not looking good. I mean, they can't score. They, that's their yeah. biggest problem. They're the worst scoring team right now, and they can't even. It's hard for them to reach 80 points on any given and night. And it's not like they got a defensive stopper in their prime. I mean, Kevin right. Garnett, is the, he's like, right. dude, I'm like 40 years old. How am I supposed to be the best <laughs> defensive player on this team still? Like, but all I, all I know is that anybody from Milwaukee, Miami, Charlotte, Brooklyn, <laughs> Indiana... Celtics and I Orlando. I can't believe we're laughing at KG like this. It's fucked up. But no, because KG <laughs> okay, is going to give you what he has, but it's like you yeah. can't you can't rely on him to be your top defensive guy at this point yeah. in his career. Exactly. Let's, let's, let's well, I mean, he's only playing like twenty minutes a game anyway, so yeah. let's be realistic on that. Right. right. But hey, I'll so you said so you think so? Besides Brooklyn, who else? Who else? Who else in the Celtics have to? Kind of worry about if they wanted if they realistically wanted to make the playoffs. Orlando, I think. Orlando, really? I think Orlando. Orlando's a good team, but they they don't win games. They don't win games for some reason, right? Yeah, you look at Vucevic, um, uh, Harris, and Oladipo. Yeah. That's a good core. Yeah. They're not winning any games. Winning what game. Celtics really don't have that core. They got a I mean, you got Sullinger. You have Smart. Like if they can put, Bradley. if they can put together, you know, a good. Like, they come together stretch of games of yeah. wins. They don't necessarily have to go like undefeated. No. If they can go like. I don't know, eight out of eleven, or like you can win seven out of twelve. You know, yeah. like that's a good. That's, that's a good the type of thing that's going to launch. Yeah. That uh, I think. Like how many know, games did they win last year? The Celtics. Twenty-five. But that's going to be tough 25. for Boston. We're already at sixteen. That's going to be fifteen. But 15. this is this is why I think it's going to be tough for Boston because at the end of games, it's tough for us to close out games. Well, we have to do it our way. You have to force the team to do it your way. Like yeah. we. It's, it's sort of been a short time though since right. Green's been traded. Exactly, and right. I think you're sort of seeing how the team works now. It's all grit. It's all scrappiness. Mm. We have they don't let a loose ball go, right. which it, which is what led to that Evan Turner. They're, right. they're, they're shooting better. They're shooting better. They weren't shooting that well. I mean, they're yeah. playing better defense. I think too. I mean, you look at it. You hold the Clippers at home to only 103 points. That's mm-hmm. really not bad. 
You hold the Blazers to what? Under ni- 89 points? 99. 99 points? We won 100 to 99. Right. So you hold them under 100 at home. Then you go to Denver, hold them under 90 points. Granted, yeah. Lawson wasn't there. But still, I mean, you're playing better defense. You're playing... Rebounding well. You're rebounding better. You're not... Oh, really- actually, correction. Sorry, I got, I got those mixed up. We beat the Blazers 90 to 89. Right. Beat the Nuggets 100 to 99. Right. right. So, I mean, you're holding... Granted... No Marcus Aldridge, no Ty Lawson. I don't even care though. I love, I love, I love how Aldridge is just like, you know, two, they they lose two games in a row. He's like, no, you know what? Surgery's right. off. Yeah, I'm coming back. Like, and then he was balling last night. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like, like you can't, I, you know, this team can't afford to lose me for we, for two months. And which right. is interesting too to look at that in the big picture. He's a free agent, right? right? Yeah, that's true. How much does his free oh, agency that's right. I mean? Forgot about that. How much does free agency mean to him being like, I want to win this year? You know what I mm. mean? Because if he's a free agent, he's looking at it. If I stay healthy, man, I'm going to be making bank, you know? Right. So that's good. They, they can turn around and say, hey, you missed a month and a half last season. Yeah, you know, two months, yeah. Two months. Maybe that affects them in the playoffs. Because this is all psychological. For, well, I think, if you look at it, you know, going to, take, going, going to have a surgery at this point and then coming back when, you know, it's, it's crunch time going into yeah, the playoffs. Well, I think, right I, the playoffs. I think Portland potentially can be the, the one team that can give him the most money. Yeah. But they have to realize their future. They're starting five. It's gonna command. It's gonna command a lot of money in they the next couple pick, years. They have to pick. You talk Lillard about, or Aldridge. Right? Uh, they, yeah, they Lillard, 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 Lillard. Not only those. Only those two. Uh, Will Burke earlier brought Matthews, up a good point. He's Matthews. Gone. He's gone. Batoon. Batoon. I. Batoon. He's a good player, but he's been awful. Lately. This year, he's been he's awful. Been awful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, he, hasn't, I mean, he hasn't been the Which is, I mean, uh, uh, is he a free agent? Well, like, I don't know. I don't know if he's free this year, but, like, like, potentially he's... (laughs) (laughs) No one's going to be looking at that. I'm saying, but just start starting five alone. Yeah. No, exactly. They can't can't hold that core together. So then Aldridge is going to have to realize, all right, I stay here. You know, are we going to be in in, in the conversation? Are we going to be in the conversation every year of coming out of the the West? Yeah. Or is it the end of the line, like, another year or two, and then, like, we're back to sucking again? Yeah. Because Aldridge... Aldridge could he could really he has improved every single year he's been in the league yeah and like he, and he can really noticeable you know yeah which and is he, huge he can really do some damage in the yeah. East seven Eastern Conference oh team my god and, and offer some good money they offer them yeah and he says you know what why not exactly I can go there yeah I I you know what maybe win championship contention or not yeah. he's still in the playoffs every single year. Well, probably you know. All you gotta got do, a good young core, you yeah. know, whatever. You know? The way that the way the Eastern Conference has been the last few years, all you gotta do is worry. All you gotta worry about is getting out of the East, right? And beating uh, potentially, you know, whoever Golden uh, West, State. Golden State or or, or State Memphis, Memphis or yep. San Antonio, yes. whatever. All you that's all you gotta worry about. Yeah. Just get out of the East. Yeah. So, that's a that's that's a that's a good that's a good um, that's a good point in terms of Aldridge staying healthy and. Looking to looking for a good contract. I forgot he's doing it. I forgot he's in the contract. Yeah, of course he yeah. he would elect not to take surgery. It's only his thumb. Mm-hmm. It's not like it, you know it's his ACL or something else. Something else that he can't play. But he balled up last night. He sure did. And hopefully the Celtics can ball up tonight. I mean, we'll see. It's gonna be a tough game. Uh, the Celtics can put up a good fight. I'll be happy. Honestly, I I don't. I'm not expecting them to go out and, and you know win three in a row, especially. Yeah, I guess the best team in the NBA. But it's gonna it'll it'll be great to see them matched up to see how they compare and um, who really brings it because this is going to be a huge test, obviously. It's what's their, the biggest test the, of the season. What's yeah. their longest winning streak this year? Is it three, four games? No. I believe three games. Three? three? Four? I think it was three, what, three out of five. No, no, four out of four out of five was like the best they've done. That stretch when... Um, but 
It was right uh, before we traded Rondo. Actually. Yeah, yeah, that was when. No, yeah. it was. I think that was the best stretch of the it was season. Three game winning streak. Three, three game winning streak. It's been the longest. And then Rondo two, got traded. Last two with Rondo, and then the first game without Rondo. I think we played the Timberwolves or something. We beat. Yeah, him. we beat yeah. him. No, that was yeah the day after we traded Rondo. Yeah. yeah. All right. So won then, that game. are we in agreement? Celtics won that game. Do the Celtics continue to play? Like the way they've been playing right now to kind of go towards the playoffs. I don't want them to tank. No tanking. No so tanking. I, just play. Just well, play. Just you know, play. Everyone knows how I feel. I I hate that word. Last tanking. year tank. Last year tank to me was okay. You got. You saw what happened last year. You know. We, was, we tried. Has anyone ever called you a homer? Anyone? Never. Never. <laughs> never. Continue. What are you saying, Richard? Right. All I'm saying is last year you saw it. You got what you wanted. Got it. You got Marcus Smart. This year, let it out. Let him win. Let them get experience. It's only going to help you in the future. Whether you become really good this this year and you know really start to develop and see where the team can take you, get a free agent, make a trade, or if you do try to win and you end up in the lottery, screw it. Look what happened last year. Cleveland was the second to last team in the lottery. Mm-hmm. They got the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. You never know in the lottery. So who I would, it's pointless to go try to get a top five pick and tank. I think right. that's doing it all wrong. See, Cleveland's always my prime example when we have this conversation. Like, look at the team like Cleveland. You, know, you try to make the playoffs. If you, and now, last year I can see why they tanked. They thought, everyone thought it was a deep class, right? Now, you you try to make the playoffs. If you don't make the playoffs, not a big deal. You but, know, what, what, but what if a trade like, you know, a Bass or a Thornton or I see even I, a Prince? I like Prince. I like, you know, and I don't, why deal them? What are you going to get back for them? A second round pick? Maybe. Right? <laughs> yeah. Second round pick in 2018 or something for Bass, they're gonna be 2019, like hey, we could we would like Bass? Do we need Bass? No. You know what we want to give up anything? You know what makes it no. harder too to, when you're trying to make a deal like that? Everyone knows what we're doing. Everyone knows <laughs> like, oh, of course, Danny wants to trade wants my yeah. picks again. Wants the picks. Like, so, I, right. I told you no a hundred times. Dude. Right. You call me back in September, I told you no. You see Brandon Bass got seventeen points last night. I put him in a starting lineup for you. Yeah. How about that? You like that? You like the way he played. <laughs> yeah. like Danny's been calling yeah. every single team yeah. every other week like there was trying talk, to pry picks away from them they were yeah. talking about like Prince possibly getting a, a, a buyout but I think Prince is like you know what I, I think like I might Prince. stick around here for a little bit and and I don't and, and maybe it'll happen and maybe I it won't I think, I think Prince play. should start in my opinion over Crowder? Over Crowder. I like Crowder. I like Crowder, too. By the way, I haven't been on defensively. the podcast. Defensively is why I like Crowder. Since we made that trade, I'm just going to... Oh, here we go. Here we go. Since and what? I, since the Jeff Green trade? No, since no, the, since the Rondo, trade. Rondo trade. when this guy was all high on, on this and guy I, Crowder. All I said was, yeah, yeah, I watch out for Crowder, and you guys go, nah, I don't know. <laughs> and I said, all right, all right. I'm just saying, I like the way he plays. He's had like one like decent game in but terms he's of been like, since he's been, a, he's been impactful since he's been a starter I'll hand it to you DJ I, I called him a no name I said we got we got uh, Jameer, Jameer Nelson no no no. this is what I said I said we got right we got an old Nelson and we got a no name so uh, you're right I called him a no name he's now everyone knows Crowder yeah. Well, not everyone. Who would have thought he would have been the focal point of no. that trade in terms of like the players? I thought well, like, I, I mean. thought Wright was going to be like the one. That's that, what I'm saying. That yeah. stuck around, but he was barely I getting playing Wright time. Guy Why did it. Wright suck when he was here? Yeah. He didn't play him. He sucked though. But Stephen, but, but like, yeah, yeah he, he, got, he got his minutes. Yeah, but if you play, if you're playing like five minutes, eight minutes, like in and out, like two minutes stretches, like two minutes in and two minutes out, you're gonna I suck. You're gonna suck. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I mean, they did. They. You know what I mean? Like you and you and you and you take time away from bats, from Zeller, from. All I know is that. I am now rooting really hard for Andrew Wiggins to be the next LeBron James next year. Really? Well, because if they get in the playoffs next year, then we get their draft pick. Oh, okay. I see. All right, Joel, what do we miss? 
Oh, well, uh, in case you missed it, uh, Kelly Olenek is going to be out until after the All-Star break with his right ankle sprain. Same ankle that he um, kept him out of 10 games last year. And, you know, hopefully he'll, he'll, be, he'll have a speedy recovery. But on the bright side, you'll see... Brandon Bass. More Bass. Keep up. Starting, probably. Most, more yeah. likely. I don't know if they're... <laughs> what are you talking about? When you, when you start, when you, uh, they're showcasing them more. Okay, all right. All right. right. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where you're going with this one. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah I help you feel the worst. <laughs> Sounds like two syllables. <laughs> Just no. like, like you're playing charades right now. Like, I, don't, I don't know. No, they're showcasing uh, Bass or not, but he's been great in the starting lineup. I've always been an advocate of him being in the starting lineup, even before all these trades happened. Mm. I thought Bass... Has always been someone that he's a chameleon that can adapt to anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You tell him to do something, he'll do it. If you want to play point guard, he'll do it. Even yeah. if he says, I suck at it, though, but I'll play it. Right. So he, I got think more. he genuinely likes being here, too. Oh, yeah, I, think, I think he does, too. And I think that's someone that like the Celtics should potentially, not necessarily that that's they will, good. if they don't trade him, yeah. to bring him back next year. Don't trade him. You're not going to, I would say, don't trade him unless you, somebody's like, and he, and he we need Brandon Bass, we'll give you Yeah, and he won't, he won't demand big money. No, he'll be like, a, two-year deal. He'll be like, what? two, three-year deal. You need six, some seven million six a year. Mil. You He's going to pay, what, 6.8? Like yeah. yeah. Because you look at Philly, see what happens when you don't have any veteran leadership. I mean, he's, he's a, and he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a true, he's a true <laughs> professional. Good dude. <laughs> uh, in case you missed it, uh, Paul Pierce last night, he hit, what, his... Tw- 2,000 three-pointer last night. Nice. So that makes him one of four players right now. One of four. On the active. On the, uh, Over active 2,000. Place. I mean, well, not the active because one of them is not playing right now. It's Reggie Miller. So in the top in the top five, in the top four, I'm sorry, of uh, three-pointers three made, uh, Reggie Miller, uh, douchebag who left the Celtics, went to Miami, and Jason Terry, and now Paul Pierce. And now Pierce is only 20, I believe, I might be wrong about this, 24 three-pointers away from yeah. Terry. So, I like how Joel still won't say Ray Allen's days. So. No, he will <laughs> never do it. I don't know who that guy is anymore. Um, it's crazy. Moving on. Uh, in case you missed it, the flake gate is like is that talk is that done? Like the flake is that, that been deflated I'm completely? Leaving. I'm leaving if we're talking about. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Patriots are going to be in the Super Bowl, obviously against the Seahawks. Who you got, guys? Who's winning this game and what's the score? Uh, uh, no, don't do the score. Put it on the spot. Put it on the spot. Put it on the spot. Pats and. Brady's going to throw for four touchdowns. Belichick may even run in a touchdown just because they're so pissed. Oh, Belichick? <laughs> so gonna, Belichick's going to put the pads on. <laughs> right, Belichick is putting the pads on. He's getting out there. And he's going he's gonna to just, yeah. Uh, no, Pat, Patriots are going to win soundly. Probably by, soundly. I'm, I'm going to say maybe even they're going to score about 40, 45 points. Uh, 45 to 17. 45-17. Oh, yeah. They're going to score 10 more than the, than the Colts did. Yeah. What, what about you, Sway? I see a nail-biter, and I see the Pats winning by a field goal, man. I want to go 31-28. Oh, man. Field goal at the end, last drive. Brady sets, sets up uh, uh, Gostowski. You almost said Vinatieri. <laughs> no, I almost, <laughs> <laughs> I almost mispronounced his name. That's uh, Another douchebag to leave New England. But anyways, no, I, I say the same thing. I think it's going to be an, um, not a nail-biter, but like, a close game, back and forth, Patriots win by a touchdown. I'm yeah, not going to say a score. It's it's Patriots win by a touchdown. I thought it would be a close game, but then this whole deflate gate, everything, I swear to God, Belichick and Brady are just going to be the most vengeful people out there. 
And he'd be like, oh, you guys want a really entertaining Super Bowl? Screw you. We're going to score 100 points right now. I don't now. know, man. <laughs> well, let me just tell you this right now. I, I see them. I see the pass being down 7, 10 points at one point. At, at some point in this game, they're going to have to crawl back into it. Patriots I'm hoping that's the Super outcome. Bowl, though, right? I'm hoping that's the outcome. Patriots going to win the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. 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 Word. Pats win. Enough balls talk for uh, one week. And, and I hope at when they win, Belichick's on the podium. Hope he takes a football and just bites it. <laughs> just the football. He's like, deflate this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, guys. Next episode, All-Star Weekend. In my dreams. So we'll talk. If you guys are wondering, well, you know why we didn't mention the whole All-Star starting lineup that were announced. All-Star, NBA All-Star special next episode, guys. So we'll see you guys after the Super Bowl. Take a week off, and uh, we'll, see, we'll see you guys then, all right? Go Pats. You can also follow us on Twitter at, at Causeway Street, on Instagram, the same cadence. Uh, Facebook.com backslash Causeway Street blog. Uh, it's Joe Sway, J O E underscore S W A Y one zero. And at Dutra. Sean Dutra. Sean Dutra. Yeah. Sean Dutra, the original. S E A N, not the other way. Yeah. D U T R A. Scene. At Scene Dutra. Someday there's going to be a famous Sean Dutra. I'm going to sell that thing. Nice. Someday. Someday. Peace. <laughs>